0: Welcome to the Ty and Rye the Finance Guys podcast, covering weekly investment news, important financial topics, and expert interviews. We want to help you become more knowledgeable about the financial world around you. This is not an offer to sell you anything, and remember, past performance doesn't indicate future results. Now your hosts, Ty Hansen and Ryan Robertson.
1: Hello, everybody, and welcome It's a brand new uh, episode. There's Ty Hansen. Oh, you can't see him. We survived. There's Ty. How you doing, Ty? I'm great. How are you, buddy? I don't know. We'll see. It's been, <laughs> a, that, long, it's to been be a long. De- day. De- to be <laughs> it's yeah. been a long day.
0: To be determined. Yeah.
1: TBD. We'll see.
0: TBD. Yeah. <laughs> this that's okay though. You know why I'm excited about this? I'm why? excited because Crazy Ryan is fun. Like Ryan. Like when Ryan doesn't give a shit anymore, mm. it's fun. So I'm excited to see where this goes. <laughs> <laughs> well when you get to the end of the day, like anything goes. Right. So We we need to record these. We need to not record these at five or later than five o'clock in the afternoon someday.
1: No, no, sometimes it'll be fun. But well, look or hey, maybe
0: it'll be better. We'll see. The,
1: we're we're doing something new today, Ty. Did you know that? We are?
0: I don't like this, things.
1: This one, we're opening up the mailbag. Yeah. We're gonna see. What people have written to us, I love it. Yeah, love it.
0: Now we may or may not remember, know re- these people. Remember, I'm going to jump in really fast. Yeah. Uh, if if you have more questions, we've loved them. I this is great. I love the things that people are telling us. You can check out our podcast site tyandry. dot com, or you can email us support at myprosperteam. dot There you go. So those are those are the two ways to get a hold of us. So yeah. So this is actually, they're doing the work for us today. We're just going to answer a couple of questions. I actually really like it because it's, uh, yeah, it takes a little bit of the the pressure off of of you and me. And hey, look, this is what people want to know. So we're just
1: going to dive right into these and start going. Here's a a question from uh, Noelia. She asks, well, I'm saying she because Noelia sounds like a female, but, you know. I think so. Yep. Whoever you are, Noelia, asks how to start and how much to start investing in stocks. I, well, good question. That's a very good question. I don't know. Do you, do you want to answer that?
0: Um, you know, okay, let's do this. I have an idea. Okay. Let's, we'll switch off. Ooh. You ask the question, I'll answer, and then we'll switch off, and I'll ask the question. We'll first. see. Yep, there you go. So you answer right. this one
1: how right. much so and
0: how, how to start how to start okay how much do i need and how to start okay well so it depends uh where you want to trade i i would always recommend if you don't have a lot of money and you just want to start with i don't know a few dollars here or there not too much money uh robinhood is a great resource for just now it's no probably fee- the now, yeah, can- probably the best yeah you, you can't you can't go there and invest if you want to do retirement dollars right yeah. So, uh, so, so I would start with Robinhood, and I'm assuming Noelia is getting at this idea of like, hey, if I want to buy my own stocks, most people start through their employer 401k plan. That that's what's most common. So, so if you do it there, you're just you're buying whatever stocks and exchange funds and mutual funds that they have. But if you want to go buy your own, something like a Robinhood or even Fidelity too, a lot of the bigger platforms have have free services or or low yeah. commissioned services. And you jump on there, and, and really, it's not about uh, you know how to start. It's just you know, and we've got some other questions that'll talk more about like, okay, how do I get into the the details of of picking stocks or whatever? But yeah, I mean, I'm always a big fan of saying, hey, I don't care how old you are, if you start doing something and putting something away and investing somewhere, that's that's awesome. That is all you need to do. Yeah, and it, it's almost like I, I tell people, it's it's like. A cable bill, right? How often do you think about your cable bill, right? Once you just have it going. So, if you can get in that habit of if just if you still have a cable away, bill, if you still have a cable bill, I have a, a Hulu bill and a Netflix yeah, bill. Yeah, there you go. Apple. Yeah, I have all those bills. So, anyways, that's that's where you start. You go to like the the uh, the you know the uh, Robin Hoods of the world, the places that you know you don't have to pay for advisory services. There's no other bells and whistles. You just Seriously, put a little it, bit of money in there, pick some stocks, and it doesn't Rocky cost going. anything. So
1: yeah, I was telling you, my yeah. uh, my twenty year old's got one. He he did. Yeah. Got, got some got some uh bit not bitcoins, uh Dogecoin, and right. Uh, I told him, okay, now maybe put some in uh ETF S and P.
0: Did he ever do that? Forget, yeah, he still has it. Good for
1: him. Good for him. Yeah, and Noelia start now
0: yeah 50 bucks 20 bucks whatever well that's yeah that's the thing too is the younger you start the better right time value of money if you start at age 22 versus 42 right that's a that's a really big difference yeah and a lot less money you have to put in to have more dollars in retirement so yeah just get started go somewhere that's cheap now we're advisors right and And what gets hard is if you want somebody to kind of hold your hand and walk through it, you got to pay for that, right? We we don't, we've got account minimum, so we don't, you know, we don't take somebody that just says, "Hey, here's fifty bucks, start my account." Yeah, we we just that doesn't make sense. It's not cost. We're not trying to be jerks. We would love to help those people. You just, it's not cost effective to do. Ty, you're a little snooty. Come on. I I am. I am a little bit elitist here. I'm I'm the one percenter kind of guy, but. No, so that's what I'm saying. Go to these places that don't charge any fees because you just want to get the most bang for your buck, literally. Yeah. Yep. Hey, thank you, Noelle. Let's go on to the next one. you ready? Yeah, yeah. You're asking me now. I'm the this expert comes on from this from one. Emma. This comes from Emma. Hey, Emma. All right, so Emma's question has to do with, for younger adults, college-aged or a little bit older, how do I prepare to buy my first home or investment properties for real estate mm. that's a good question yep simple answer crazy in the market right now simple answer. you don't just forget about
1: it just give up on your dreams <laughs> give up on your dreams just move on it's like you're never it, gonna own a home just it, just the is, way it is sorry is real
0: estate only for the elite one percent yeah group of people yeah okay
1: well this actually might be better for you since you deal with the mortgage side of it but here i'll, I'll give you a couple things and then you can give them the best answer so first off it's i mean really it's all about credit that's number one you got to have good credit so take care of that thing and and sometimes that's 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 it takes a little bit of time particularly if you're younger but if you can't get a small credit card uh use it to buy stuff and pay it off every month do that for a little bit and you'll be surprised at how much you'll be able to get your credit score up that's that's one thing Right, but then oh, uh, that's great. And then obviously, look, you got to save money. Like, there's just no other way around it. You just have to save money. It's just like starting that stock account. You got to save money. And I think uh what FHA is three percent. So,
0: uh yeah, th- three and a half, 3.5. Three, 3.5 And, and there so, are actually there are there are programs out there that first time uh, home buyer ones, so like, right? Y- yeah. You, in Utah, there's a there's a group called Utah Housing Corporation. They're awesome. Yeah, yeah. You check them out. U- hey, Utah Housing uh, Corp. I my, my first or.com. my first house. That's what I went through. Utah Housing. Yeah, it's great. No, they're awesome. I love it. I think it was one so percent. Well, no, you don't even have the, the way they're structured now. You don't have to put a penny down. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. So I, down? I mean, I
1: just had this conversation the other day with a friend of mine that we talked about this, how crazy the market has been, and how hard it's going to be for those. Getting out of college, first jobs, first time out, buying their first home. It is. It's going to be tough, but no, it's it is crazy. You know, again, these things where you're going to be saving money, you're going to be working on your credit score. And look, there is this method that a lot of people do. You're just going to buy something small, and you're just going to move from there, right? You pay it off for five years, and you might
0: be able to move to a new one. Five years, move to another one. One of the biggest financial failures that I have had. Was my wife and I bought a condo when we were early, young married? Uh, it was like back then. It was it was rates were coming down and rents were high, and we ended up buying our first condo in like 2003, I think two or three, for eighty eighty thousand dollars. <laughs> now you know why it's my biggest mistake because we yeah. sold. Because we ended up selling it and getting, we netted like $43,000, $45,000 or something. Mm -hmm. And it was awesome to have that cash when we bought our our second home. But it was like, oh, I wish I still had that thing. Because my mortgage rate on that thing was like, I mean, rates are better now, obviously, but like my rate was like, even then it was like 4 or 5%. My payment was like 600 bucks a month. Right. And anyways, so yeah, that's, you know, you're absolutely right. So I would say the thing that is. It frustrates me a little bit when young people are like, there's no way to ever buy a house. It's too expensive. It's too this, it's too that. It's like, I get it. It is more difficult than ever to buy a home, right? Super difficult. But what it comes down to is exactly what you said. You have got to save more than before. And you've got to have good credit and you've got to have, you got to be making some money. And that's the thing. So you can still find properties for under $400,000. And just get started, get something. You're laughing because that's not true. Yeah, just four hundred thousand. You're right. Just put, just <laughs> right. a shade
1: under four hundred thousand. You could probably get a good property.
0: I know that does sound funny now that I say it yeah. out loud. But, but yeah, happen. the other thing I was going to bring up is Change it the is the consistent
1: income. Hold a job, hold a job yeah. for long enough. So
0: no, yeah. No, and, and that's what I'm saying. If you don't have a ton of debt, again, you don't have to make a ton of money to still qualify for a condo townhome that's two, three, dollars yeah. $300,000. It's yeah, you not good. You still could. So,
1: Emma, yeah. just, hey, no. just stick to it. Make it a goal. Just stay the make course. it a goal. Right. You and your partner, whoever it is, you can do it. Yep. He or she. <laughs>
0: that's right.
1: Okay, now your turn. Ready? this is from steve yep how Bring do it. i determine what stocks are best to pick great question
0: Ooh, that my friend is the million dollar question and for the small fee of 99.99 i can tell you exactly we'll what we'll give stocks you the best ones every month i'm just kidding that for the record <laughs> Auditors and uh, <laughs> compliance people listening to this call or this podcast—that yeah. was a joke. I was not yeah. serious. Um, no, that—that that is a great question. So, uh, Steve, to answer that question. It's—it's it's hard. It's really, really hard because markets change, and you know, it—it it, it really comes down to your. I—I I would say what's most important is—is is develop your trading philosophy first right? Are you, are you getting into the market for a long term? Are you trying to trade, day trade in the market? Are you a value investor? Are you a growth investor? Right? There's, so just develop a pho- a, a philosophy, right? Because like, for example, you know, we actively manage, meaning we'll get in and out of stuff as the markets dictate, as we look at information, right? And, and we look at crazy amounts of data all the time, right? I mean, I, I, I love data. You do. You don't necessarily have to do that. I love, I love Warren Buffett and, and some of those other old school investors that are more napkin investors, right? Napkin. Like, if you know they've got a good product and you know that, yeah, I mean, heck, if you can write the, the pros and cons on a napkin and it makes sense, then, then do it, right? And the other thing I would say, so, so know your philosophy and don't get emotional, right? Tough. Because- if you fall in love with a stock, or if the stock loses and you're like, "Well, I have to hold on until it rebounds," as you start to get emotional, it's like, "No, you, you just you can't do that." As you then start to develop those things, the, the philosophies, the you know, the strategies, not being too emotional, then you'll start to find specific stocks. That, like, I have people that are like, "Hey, I really love growth side of the market. I love understanding tech. I know these things." It's like, cool. Then, then those are the stocks you need to right. focus on and go after, right? Um, you know, do you want to stay in? foreign or sorry domestic companies do you want to go foreign do you want to you know invest in different countries things like that so um yeah sorry i'm not i'm being a little vague there steve but it's just there's you just he wants to know which ones you can't just say oh yeah it's these oh uh okay go buy enron and worldcom uh what was the other pets.com yeah Yeah. go buy those too pets.com okay good question all right i'm gonna now ask you one it's my turn this one actually comes from my nephew, Jake. No, Jake. Not Jake, from State Farm. Um, okay, so he asks, uh, and I got I to gotta set this question up a little bit. He wants to understand, like, what is the process? How should I go about getting after monies, be it coming from retirement or savings, when you run into hiccups or problems in life? Right, problems in quotes, Wait, you mean right? money so, in your retirement So I guess account? what he's getting at is, yeah, like so. So let's just say all of a sudden, uh, like so. For example, uh, with the shutdown and and kind of some of the changes with everything, I noticed that some people, local, like uh, national guard and things like that, are they're getting laid right. off and fired. So when something like that happens, what what should the process be to start taking away from your retirement or your savings or like what should that process mm. look like? Well, I mean. How do we plan accordingly that's for, for those kinds of better.
1: situations? Well, what's the uh, what's the general rule of thumb? Six months worth of income? Yep. Six months. Absolutely. I mean, that's obviously kind of the first uh, hurdle to get to, right? You start off where you're at six months. That's your emergency savings. Then you can move from that to start saving into retirement plans for more longer term. But, I mean, that's that's the hardest one, I think, from just about everybody to get to that I find is six months worth of income. It's tough because it's, what it means is we're not touching that money. i
0: are not doing anything
1: with it. And it's hard to just see it.
0: And it's interesting too. Yeah, I, I have people ask me all the time. They're like, hey, should I take my, uh, should I take that six months and put it somewhere? You know what I mean? And I was like, no, 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 no. Like maybe, okay, if you can find a really good savings account, that's gonna give you like 1% a year. I mean, um, it's, yeah. But no yeah uh, don't don't yeah that's
1: it. the first step with the you know and uh i you know you always hear people talk about like uh you know and have some cash set aside too somewhere like not even in a bank A couple thousand dollars of cash
0: so i would say i would say that if so let's look at this from a different angle let's say you don't have 6 months reserves but you do have a work 401k and there's 20 grand in there now some people may say i'm crazy but it's like look if if you're it's, it's all about, it's all relative to the situation you're in, right? If you lose your job and you're going to get into crazy financial trouble, maybe you're going to lose your house. And then we know it short term. If we know it's short term, right? Taking out a bunch of credit card debt or other debt that's ugly. And you've got a bunch of crappy interest rates that you're gonna have to dig out of. It's like, okay, you know, and in my opinion, at that point, I don't think it's a bad thing to take some of the money out of your 401k you can take hardship withdrawals for medical, uh, you know, other financial hardships, things like that. And they won't, they won't hit you with any kind of a early withdrawal penalty. Now you're going to have to pay for, ta- you're going to pay taxes, which is frustrating, but, but I would say there are instances and maybe that's any more what Jake's getting at here is should we ever access it? And I think you should, if there's nothing else available, right? Family can't help you uh maybe like if you are a, a, I know a lot of times churches will help people like you know if you're a religious person um again if those things won't work if you don't have any other savings yeah I don't think that's a bad thing at all and again it's just talk to Fidelity talk to whomever that that organization is or that group is that you have your money's invested with and just see what their withdrawal terms are right and and because it, again it's all about cost of capital what's gonna be, like. Obviously, the further you get behind your mortgage, there's penalties, there's late fees, there's legal fees. You could lose your house, which is, a, for most people is a good investment that they own. So yeah, in those instances, do not be afraid to take that out and, and, you know, and, and pull some of that out of retirement. Yeah, this is a, a good
1: quote from Warren Buffett. Someone asked him one time, hey, I've got uh, $5,000. I could either pay up my credit card or give it to you to invest. What should I do? Warren Buffett said, well, I can't make 24% returns a year for you to offset the
0: interest oh, I love that you're it. Yeah. getting.
1: So pay your credit yeah. card off. So, yeah, I mean, that's kind of that yeah, idea. Like,
0: that is awesome. No, that, come is, up. that is such things a great way to
1: say it. Yep, exactly. So I don't know. Jake, maybe well, that well. answers your question. I don't know. Ask another one. For, yeah, for the Farm. next uh, mailbag, ask another one, Jake.
0: <laughs> or, or, or Jake, just give me a call. We'll yeah. talk
1: about it, bud. All right, next one, just for you, Ty. This is from Danny and Sarah.
0: No, I just... Oh, I'm asking asking you, this is from Danny and
1: Sarah. Okay, go ahead. If you're listening, Danny and Sarah, this is from you guys. When, how, when or how should I convert to Roth? Good one. I've had this question in the last week. I bet you I've had 10 people ask me this question about wanting to, how to do it. All that. When and how, Ty.
0: Give them the lowdown. So... How to convert? I mean, it just depends on if it's you know if you sprinkle or if it's like full conversion, like full. You're uh, yeah,
1: you're you know, you're fully mean, converted or oh, so not, you're half
0: converted, right? This is a sun. This is a yeah, Sunday question. Well, I'm actually talking about the the method. This is the question they ask on I'm Sunday. Talking about the, like that was that was a really blasphemous joke. I'm sorry. There's different methods to baptismal conversion. <laughs> and that's what I was making a joke on. Not a very good joke. Bad. Time you can't we joke. We just lost. I, we just we just lost 50, 50 listeners sorry guys so how to convert to roth and when should you convert to roth so roth so again just a quick clarification traditional uh, iras 401k's they are tax deferred meaning you've saved taxes in the beginning but you have to pay taxes when you're done roth is you don't get any tax benefits today but you you when you pull that money out after certain you know age and time and things like that it's all tax-free so then everybody's like well okay i have a bunch of traditional ira or 401k if i convert it there's no 10 percent penalty okay that's a big deal and there's um the only thing that happens in that year is if let's say you convert 10 grand you are taxed on that ten thousand dollars Right, you get a 10.99. So, so you you will pay some tax, some some ordinary income tax. No penalties, but ordinary income tax. So, how and when is there? There's there are very specific cal- not. I don't want to say calculations. I don't want to make it too complex. But it's like you really just have to look. Okay, how much total income do I have on the year? Right, and if I convert too many dollars, is that going to kick me up into a much higher tax bracket? Am I going to lose? Like, am I going to start to phase out of different deductions, things like that. You got, you got to look at those situations to understand you don't want to, you don't want to cause more tax problems by doing the Roth conversion. You want to, you want to make sure it's a good year to do it. And there, and that's what we do. You and I do that. We help people go through those calculations and figure that stuff out all the time. So what, what I also like to tell people is if you're younger and you're, you're contributing ask yourself that same question. It's like, well, do I really want to be converting, or sorry, contributing to my traditional or do I want to go to Roth? My CPA every year, he's like, dude, why are you not putting more in traditional? Save yourself some taxes. I'm like, I don't want to. I know it sounds stupid from a tax standpoint, but I don't want to. Because I know I'm going to grow those dollars the next 20 plus years. And I would rather not pay any taxes on a good chunk of that money down the road. So, and the other thing I would say, last little thought here too is, you know, if you're in your 50s, fifty, early to mid fifties start looking at like a i don't know maybe a a five to ten maybe even a fifteen year plan to convert yeah. every year you just slowly do that right it, it yeah, and if you do that over time yeah you're gonna you know you're gonna pay the piper and you're probably making good money when you're fifty fifty five whatever but but it's it's understanding that hey it's okay, I don't mind if I'm paying a little bit of tax along the way because Is that then, as those dollars have been converted and they continue to grow, you're not going to pay any more taxes on the growth. So, that's how you want to convert, and that's and and really. And think about it as far
1: as RMDs, which we actually have a question about RMDs. Roth, oh yeah, Roth and traditional money have to do with that differently. But RMDs, we'll talk about it just a sec.
0: Just keep that in mind. Well, well, well. Let me no. Let's go to that one. I'll ask you that question. Oh, okay. So a, so this one's from Gary. Gary wants to know how does RMD, and, and what, it, so just for everybody listening, Ryan, you tell us what is RMD mm-hmm. A and B, how does it well, work? So first off,
1: mean? RMDs are just, you just, just say the whole thing, it's earned earned earned. Ermed. Yeah, Ryan, what yeah. is earned? Uh Required minimum distributions. So the government hasn't gotten any tax money from any of your investments in your pre-tax traditional retirement money and they want it, right? Because the government's greedy. <laughs> they want your money.
0: They have to so they, they have to pay for all this crazy Yeah, crap. they gotta, you know,
1: we gotta run a billion dollar or a trillion dollar country. But anyway, so they, they, they put the yeah, required exactly. minimum distribution on retirement accounts, not Roth accounts, but on traditional accounts, because they want the tax money and they start those at age 72 now it used to be 70 and a half now it's 72 cuz everybody's obviously older and they it's basically amortized to liquidate your account i don't even know how long it is, is do they do like a 30 year like it's cuz it's
0: well it, it's so it, it increases it, it, every year well not necessarily it, it's yeah there's a specific percentage and but it's based on the total dollar amount not not in every so. So if you get a hundred
1: thousand dollars, if you have ten, say, use a hundred thousand dollars. Yes, you're gonna take a a very small yep. percentage of
0: that, and I want to say what two point seven percent, three percent. No, 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 no. It it's like I want to say it's more. I want to. Say, I can't remember exactly. It can't line. be in that fact, high. There's, there's if you just Google RM oh, really? calculator, it'll it'll you can plug it in. So super, obviously, I'm not the person. to ask I want this say it's question more like to. six or seven percent. Yeah. <laughs> Well that well, that's what I'm saying. So it's a certain percentage. I want to say it's like 6 or 7%. But anyways, it's based on the dollar amount, not the number of accounts. So you could have one IRA with all the money or 10 IRAs each with a little bit of money. It's the sum yeah 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 of all pre-tax dollars, traditional. But dollars. that's
1: a, kind of goes back to your question before. You convert that to Roth That required minimum distribution goes away because now you can take that money out anytime you want and you're not forced to take any of it out, even all the way up until you die. But um, there is that for money that has not been taxed. You will be required to start taking that money out at 72 and you have to do it every year and you have to do it by the end of the year. And keep in mind, if you own a property, which a lot of people may, you have to make sure that you've got enough liquid capital to take out. Because otherwise, you know, you'll get stuck so with the penalty.
0: The amount you were su- yeah you, you yeah it's a pretty nasty penalty. It's like I I I want to say it's fifty percent of what you should have taken out as the penalty. So if your if your dollar amount was ten grand or something, I want to say it's like fifty percent of that gets added on top of it. It's a nasty penalty. It's one of the worst. So you got to
1: make sure that you have you're planning
0: for that well in advance. Make sure you get enough yep. cash and. And and you can still keep it invested. You don't have to take cash and spend it on groceries or a trip to you know wherever. But you 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 just convert it, right? So you say, okay, you know Fidelity, I want to do an RMD, take it out of my traditional IRA and put it into a regular taxable brokerage account. And they account for the taxes, they pay the piper, and now your dollars are still invested and still growing. But you just you have to do something with it. It has to come out one way, shape, or form. So, I don't think we got that done. Good Thanks, question, Gary.
1: Gary. All right, no, this is actually good. The,
0: what do you say? Let, let's, let's, let's each this do question, one more.
1: The yeah, one this question is actually a good one for you since you're a bigger nerd than I am. Where is the best place to get good information? Now, I don't know why this is good information. I'm doing air quotes. Good information about the market.
0: This is from Doug, by the way. Thanks, Doug. I actually like that Doug put good information in quotation marks because that is the that's a great point is what is considered good information nowadays. Good gravy. Um that so there's a it's lot of like so where do you get actually, your news from we pay a I don't know, good question. Yeah, where exactly that that's actually I, I, I like the way you say that. The the big point I want people to take away, like um, you know, I'll go to a lot of different sites, you know. Wall uh, Wall Street Journal, Yahoo. I mean, I go to a bunch of different places, just read different articles. There's different people we follow, like Jeremy Timmerman from Fidelity. There's a, you know, Mike Minnick is a guy we we do some trading with, and really smart guy. You know, I read some of the information he provides. There's there's a boatload of analysts, and I would say too. Again, e- email us support at myprosperteam dot and I, I'm happy to respond to that and give you more specific information of where you can go. The, the hard thing with that, the reason it's hard for me to tell you exactly is, for the most part, most sources that give you information, there is—it's always going to be slightly biased because they're trying to sell up subscriptions. That, and that's—that's that's actually what I wanted to take away from this for you know for Doug's question is—is is take the infor- in fact even some of the sources I follow, some days I'm like. Like that is literally like you don't. There's nobody out there that knows what's going on, or there's not really anything going on, and they're just. Try- it's a slow news day, right? So they try and embellish things that are going on in the market, and so that's where it's like. And there's another group called Market Watch. Anyways, Bloomberg. Bloomberg's really good, but a lot of these services like Bloomberg, um, you know, Y Charts. We we pay a lot of money to get data, and they tend to be a little bit more dense. But I will say this. There are some services out there. If you're truly trading, if you want to be a trader and, or, or you want to do some more research, pay the money. Because what you find is, if you pay for, like, a, like again, like a newspaper subscription, right? You, you, you are going to get stuff that's a little more sensationalized because they want you to make sure you're getting your money's worth and they want to make sure that you are- And yeah, they're not hooked. giving you bad advice. Right. and are like, oh, well, I'm out of here. Yeah, and I wouldn't say necessarily bad advice. It maybe just as over-embellished advice. So it's like muddled water, you know, muddied the water kind of advice versus, no, you go pay for a subscription service that's kind of boring and bland. And that's what it's going to be, to be frank. It's going to be, in fact, like I said, t- uh, Jern that we follow, the Fidelity guy, I would say that n- 99% of people listening, if they went and followed him on, on Twitter or wherever and read his stuff, you'd, you'd be like, what in the devil is he talking about? He's so dry. I love it. I seriously yes, think out do. every day when I read his stuff because I'm like, because he's, he's just, he's just he's awesome. He's so smart. And, but anyways, that's my point. So if you're serious about getting good information and you're trading on it at all, there's services out there, 50 to hundred bucks a month. And in my opinion, it's worth every penny because it's more data heavy and less, less sensationalized. And so, and, and that's, I guess my last thought is, everything and anything you read Ask yourself why, like, okay, if it's a little bit slanted, why, why are they, why are they slanting it one way or the other? Right. And, and, and does the rest of the financial, infor- like, for example, right now, everybody's like, oh, the markets are imploding because of inflation. It's like, yeah, I mean, inflation has been crazy, but all the economic, anyways, it, it's those sensationalized headlines. I'm like, no, that, that's not the problem. That's not what's going on right now. Right. So anyways, long winded answer. So there's a lot of different good places, like I said, Yahoo, Google Finance, Bloomberg.
1: Yeah, you just know you've got to sift through a handful of stuff. Just don't be,
0: don't read one that, and feel like you got it all because yeah. it's likely not exactly. The thing. That's that's exactly exactly right. Um, I wish I could. I want to say all media. There's there is a really good source, and that, and this is the other thing too. I would say what's what 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 also is 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 as important is not only financial news, but just, just get good news about what's going on around, you know, the country with our economy, right? Because chances are, if something big and major and ugly is happening, like the government shutdown, right? The, the $3.5 trillion plus infrastructure bill. Understanding what's going on with that, that helps you understand what's fundamentally going on in the country. And I want to say it's either all news or all one of that. Uh, so my wife subscribes to that because they'll go out and they'll 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 read articles from the left side and from the right side of the political spectrum and they'll kind of say okay these ones are more centered in the middle and and anyways so my point is 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 there are sites out there that are more centered and can kind of tell you okay this leans more left this leans more right so take for take it for what it's worth so okay last question here's the caboose for you from Jan. From Jan. Jan from California. All right. How can I buy cryptocurrency in my IRA? Mm-hmm. M-
1: maybe, a maybe a simple
0: yeah. answer. Don't.
1: Well, I, it's the second <laughs> one. The second one I've had is that don't. Well, okay. I just had this conversation today with a guy who was interested in that. So it's a, it's a little bit more difficult of a question to answer because cryptocurrencies are not regulated, so a lot of trading platforms, you just can't buy it, particularly through even just regular trading platforms, and especially if you've got an IRA set up. Very, very difficult. In an IRA, A, it's got to be a self-directed IRA, so you got to have a custodian that is set up to do that, which we've looked at this in the past. There are not very many. There's a few. There are not very many,
0: and they're, they're expensive.
1: very expensive. And I think this is what I think about them. What I think is going on with it. And I think that people, if they're going to think about doing this, they need to take a little bit deeper dive into the companies, is because you're going to have to have a structure that allows you to actually trade these cryptocurrencies that are not like normally buying a stock. You're going to have to somehow. Money's got to to transfer to some sort of different account, like it's some sort of maybe trust account. I I don't even know what it would have to be, but it would have to be some sort of trading platform that separates it from the IRA enough and keeps it into an account that it's not going to be taxable because it can't be taxed if it's in an IRA. So the answer is, yeah, you can. And yes, there are a couple of custodians that we've seen, not many, but yeah, expensive, uh I'm a teeny bit nervous about how they're running it. Maybe it's up upboard. board. I don't know. I am too. I don't know at this point. I think I we need too. some years well, and we need regulation to
0: come in before it's gonna be really accepted widespread. So And that's been we as we've talked about cryptos before, that's been some one of my bigger concerns is the lack of a secondary market, right? Secondary markets are really important. So when you don't have that, you add the layer of the IRA or wrapper around that, that it, it complicates the problems even more. Again, should you not do it? I, I don't know. I mean, we're saying for the most part, eh, probably not, but you can definitely do it and just know you're going to pay. Yeah. You're, you're going to be paying quite a bit. In fact, I think the one we saw was probably upwards of 600 bucks a year. Oh, even more. I, 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 there was one. I remember seeing it. Was like well, but that's, and I don't even think that is the trades too. You just have to pay the, tr- the trading fees. Yeah, no, that's not even the trade. Yeah, exactly. Oh, and, and that's kind of the problem too. Like you said, I mean, obviously people are like, "Well, I don't want to wait because I'll miss the opportunity." It's like, okay, again, FOMO, right? FOMO, yeah, FOMO, yeah, go back and watch that one. That, that one's but, a good
1: one. Listen to that one.
0: Yeah, that is that is a good one. Um, but yeah, it's like that people since it, there's since there's very little supply of trading platforms, they're kind of gouging. on They really are big time. So they know they can. And I hate I, anytime there's that kind of a practice going on in the yeah. world you want to trade in. You got to ask yourself yeah. why am I trading in this world?
1: So listen, Jan, so. Jan, listen to me. Yep. If you're listening, Jan, Jan, be careful. <laughs> be careful with it.
0: No, that's right. Good times, man. These were yeah. good questions.
1: Everybody, send us more. I would. I would probably rather do this every time. It. Right?
0: I think I, I would, love questions. No, seriously i would i would way rather just sit here in fact maybe we ought to think about this not until i fix the uh the wi-fi here in yeah. my office we should do a facebook not a facebook uh youtube mm-hmm. live stream that would be fun or instagram we could go live on instagram we should do a live stream and answer that questions would be, that fun. That'd be fun that would be fun but yeah and then all three all three people but, yeah, can get on. appreciate all the questions uh keep them coming
1: We'll uh, we'll do another mailbag every so often. Yeah, it's great. And go through it. I like it. Uncle Ryan's <laughs> mailbag. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> just send it, just mail it right in.
0: Put stamp on it, mail it in.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: I don't even think I have. I'd have to go like look in no. a
1: box and find out. But anybody anybody who's listening Crazy. go to Titanrod.com. Hit subscribe and follow us. We're on Instagram. We make a lot of posts on Instagram and Facebook, so go ahead. Yeah, we do. Go there. Have fun with that. Follow us. Send us questions. Welcome. We love you. We'll accept you. All right, Ty. Way to go. Way to answer those questions. Hey. YouTube, brother. Have a good week. See everybody later. Hey, thanks for listening to the Ty and Rye the Finance Guys podcast today. If you like what you heard, go ahead and hit subscribe. That way, you won't miss any future episodes. Also, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Ty and Rye Podcast. Also, check us out at myprosperteam.com. Thanks. We will see you next week.